Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Okay, you are listening to the Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club coming to you from Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Dr. Yumiko Kadoda. The next paper we looked at was Needle Aponeurotomy and Limited Fasciectomy for Jubitron's Contracture, a multi-centre observational study. This is out of the Netherlands and was published in the October 2016 PRS. So, Yumiko, what was this paper about? With this paper, both techniques have been well described but never directly compared. So the aim was to do a comparative effectiveness study. Um, So this was a retrospective cohort study um, looking at 78 patients who had the percutaneous needle up neurotomy and 103 who had the limited fasciectomy. Just in terms of the technique, uh, one of the interesting things is that they did their... um percutaneous aponeurotomy just under local anaesthetic uh, you know in in an office or clinics clinic setting with uh, you got the impression without any sort of extanguination or tourniquet control or or any sort of uh, anaesthetist input yes sorry to interrupt go on and the the measures were um, the degree of total residual extension deficit as well as patient reported outcome measures so in this study um, the the primary, in terms of the primary outcome, there was no significant difference between the two groups. However, the um, the, the measurement was at six to twelve weeks, uh, which is quite a short follow-up. And in terms of the patient-reported outcome measures, the needle-up and neurotomy showed large improvements in satisfaction, work performance, activities of daily living, and hand function. And again, presumably, this is because of the short follow-up where. Um, uh, being the more minimally invasive procedure, patients do go back to to normal activity sooner than than you would with limited fasciectomy. Yeah, in their description of the procedures, you know, the limited fasciectomy group were wrapped up for a week, whereas they make a point of saying the needle aponeurotomy group were advised to resume all activities the following yes. day. So it's not surprising that return to work was going to be a lot faster with the needle aponeurotomy group. Uh, in terms of the statistical analysis, one interesting thing about this paper was the use of the inverse propensity weighted score to, to make the two populations um, more comparable. And I think that that makes the, the results um, seemingly more meaningful. So can you um, describe that technique, that, that statistical method? So the idea behind this method is that we want two groups that are, are more similar and so um, First of all, they, they calculate a propensity score, which is the likelihood of a patient to, to choose either procedure. And this is based on a number of patient factors as well as disease factors. So they used a multivariate regression analysis to come up with this propensity score. Um, once we, we, um, we had those scores, they did an inverse weighting. So in patients where there was you know, a similar chance of, of choosing either procedure, the inverse of that score gives you a higher weighted score compared to someone who, for example, might have a severe contracture and you're more likely to to go for limited fasciectomy. So in those patients where there's a a big difference in the propensity score, they are are weighted less. And in, in doing so, we've got two populations that are you know synthetically formed that are are, are better matched than than this larger group of um, 
patients that were included in the study. So it's a way of increasing the sensitivity of, of the results that were generated from this, this paper. Okay, and uh, so what do people think about this paper? This paper did have a very short follow-up, which makes um, drawing any conclusions difficult. However, um, in the mild to moderate, um, the patients with mild to moderate disease, needle aponeurity may be an option. Yeah, and certainly it's interesting given that uh, another paper which we discussed at this journal club was their PALF paper, the percutaneous uh, aponeurotomy and lipofilling, which the dates for that paper was the patients were uh, enrolled in that study mm. between 2009-2011 and this paper was 2011-2014 um, and yet obviously PALF seems to be a better technique than the uh, needle aponeurotomy alone. Um, so it's kind of interesting, interesting. that they still, with the, they still persist with this technique. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.